everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I believe this is the 83rd or 84th podcast. I'm losing track of numbers just because of how many we've recorded and it's been a wonderful journey so far. I hope everybody is doing well. It is Super Bowl weekend, so it's it's been a very busy time period for myself. But when it comes to today's podcast, we're going to have some topics for today. We're going to talk about Aquarius season. We're going to do the full moon in Leo recap. I know I'm a little late to the party when it comes to that, but just overall takeaways from the moon, the full moon. And then we're also going to talk about, do some tarot card readings and have, I have a wonderful poem to read for you guys. It talks about identity and a good visualization to help us just think about our identity and where we come from and and all that stuff too, because once we figure out who we are, then we can create a plan and do the things that we're passionate for and take those next steps. So those are the topics for today. I was thinking we can really get started with more of an astrology talks. I know I've not really gotten into astrology a lot lately, but before I do that, I just want to say, if you guys are a fan of the podcast, love the podcast overall and enjoy the astrology and mental health content if you guys can please just drop a rating or review on apple Podcasts and spotify it definitely would mean a lot to me i'm trying to get more and create more time where i can post more so if you guys can help show some support that'll help me uh, find that time more whether that's financially or spiritually anything um, just hearing good messages you know just helps motivate helps motivate people move forward so if you guys can just drop a rating or or a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, that would really help the podcast overall and help me try and uh, organize some time. <laughs> so, yeah, if you work with me, I work with you. That's how I've always rolled. And that's why I always tell my kids that I uh, that I run therapy groups with. Whether you're just tuning in or not, I always like to start the podcast with just a life update. I, I think some of the best storytellers are the ones that can relate the content to what they're currently experiencing. And for myself, I have been going through a lot. I have been super busy. This is probably one of the few times in my life where I need to prioritize self-care a lot more. It has been between school and work and just giving you guys an update. So I, I run I run therapy groups. I'm a full-time group counselor. I work 40 hours a week, Monday through Friday. And that is my daytime job. I'm usually, the drive to get there to my work is probably like 45 minutes, 50 minutes. So I'm getting up at 5.30, getting ready, being at my job before around seven. And then I'm leaving and being, I won't be home. I leave my work around three something. I won't be home till like 4.30, so I usually do that during the day. And then lately I've been for school, I need to have a practicum. So I'm in school to study mental health counseling and I need a practicum. So it's a hundred hours for the semester. I'm at, I'm almost at, I'm at over 40 already, which is great. But even still though, like going from my, J, my day job to then at night working with kids and helping them out individually because that's more community-based. It's been a lot of running around. It's been a lot of driving around. And it takes a lot of time away from the things that you want to do. Um, I enjoy and I love helping people, but we all have limits, right? And one of the things I want to do more is podcast and, and prioritize my own self-care and implementing that along with everything that's going on. And that's been something that's been a challenge for me over the past month in terms of trying to find times where I can focus on myself, times where 
I can actually just chill like right now and just talk and have a great recording and a great podcast. That's been something that's been a challenge of mine lately, just because work takes 40 hours a week. And then my practicum is taking 10 hours a week. And then so that's 50 hours right there. And then that's not accounting the drives here to there to back to you know, times where I need to eat food, times where I can just chill and watch a game. Like there's just so, it's so much going on that this has been a time period for me where I need to sit back and reflect what are some things I can do to add to my self-care. So that's been what's been going on currently with me. So I've, my practicum, I'm a community service worker. So what I'm doing is I'm driving to the client's home. I'm picking kids up from school if they need help. Just helping out families that need that just extra support. Um, And with that, you know, I'm working with kids that have anger problems. I'm working with kids that come through very tough and very tough situations, whether that is through their parents or through where they live. It's, It's a lot. And it shows to you again and the lack of funding in these programs too is a lot too. I'm I'm usually paying I only get up to like 50 hours reimbursed for my for my practicum, so I'm usually paying more out of pocket. So that's what I'm doing at night and then during the day, being a group counselor, running running group therapy sessions four times a day with working with 12 different personalities, it can take a toll on you by Friday you're exhausted. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing this for the past couple months and it's been super busy um but let me know how you guys are thinking overall as you're hearing me describe my own current situation do you guys feel similarly trying to find trying to find that self-care in the mix of working trying to pay bills and stuff let me know how you guys are feeling about that overall but i know for me lately it's been it's been more of an empathy emphasis so I know for myself, I plan to take a couple of days off next week doing some mental health and self-care days. Um, I definitely think we all need to take those at least probably like once a month or if you can, if you have enough PTO or if you can afford to take a day off, giving yourself a day, a month, make it like a Thursday or a Friday. So that way you have a longer weekend than usual. So that way, you know, you're taking care of yourself along the way. It's so important. So that way we prevent burnouts from happening. And that's been something that I have a big fear of is I'm doing all this work that a burnout is going to happen. So, and the reason why I fear that is because I've had moments where that has happened, where I've worked myself too much to the point where I'm exhausted all the time. I'm burned out. I don't interact with people. I isolate and in order to prevent that from happening, I need to prioritize my own self-care and taking the times to relax in the mix of, in the mist and clouds of school practicum and making sure the bills are paid. So it's a lot. It's, it's, it's easier said than done. What I'm talking about is it, for some of you guys, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you can do this, this. It's easier said than done though. And, but once it applies to you, you know, it, you have to do some deep thinking and that's been what I'm doing today. And that's what I plan on doing next week when I take those couple days off, but let's get enough of what I'm currently going through, but let's transition a little bit to one of the main topics of the podcast. Cause I know lately I've not been talking about astrology as much and I apologize for you guys, but it is Aquarius season. And Aquariuses definitely have a very unique energy to them when it comes to when it comes to interactions, I will say. Um, I, I have a, I actually have a couple kids in my group that are Aquariuses and they have a they, they have a very unique style about them. Uh, but lately this past this past week, there was a full moon in Leo. So that's what our first topic's really going to get into. So when it comes to Aquariuses, I just want you guys to first, as I'm describing Aquarius season a little bit and what's going on currently, think to yourselves, the people that you know, do you know an Aquarius? Do you, are you best friends with one? Do you, or do you have family members that are them? And also know that there's more factors in their chart, but if they have a lot of Aquarius placements, let me know. Think about that as you're hearing this description. So Aquarius is all about humanitarianism right because they like to think bigger picture so 
characteristics. They're cerebral. They can be detached. They can be eccentric. They can be very friendly, independent, innovative, perceptive, progressive, rebellious. The key word rebellious is one of the characteristics that I really like to describe if you have any Aquarius placements. Because Aquarius is all about humanitarianism. It's all about the human. It's all about moving forward. How can I benefit society? Not necessarily how can I benefit the individual, but how can I benefit the overall public? How can I change for the future? And with that, there's going to be rebellion. There's going to be questions to traditions and questions to policies that have stood for so long. Aquarius is one of their qualities is they want to challenge that they want to is this policy actually effective are we going to move forward with this policy whether that's at work whether that is socially whether that is spiritually Aquarius is they usually like to move forward with things they're very future oriented type of thinkers bigger picture thinkers not short-term thinkers their planet that they that they're ruled under whether it's traditional is for traditional stuff, for tr- traditional old school standpoints, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn, and Saturn is the grandpa of the planet. Saturn is you're going to have to work hard here to achieve what you want. Capricorn is the main ruler here, but Aquarius is also rule that depending on what a type of astrology you believe in. If you guys are more into modern, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. And Uranus, if you guys know, is the planet of rebellion. Uranus was the Greek god of the sky. His counterpart in Roman mythology was Kalos. In astrology, Uranus represents innovation, sudden revelations, rebellion, and creative chaos. Saturn, representing time, limitations, and rules, is this sign's traditional ruler. So like I said... Saturn is the traditional ruler. More modern, Uranus is the Aquarius ruler. And the key term, like I mentioned, rebellion, rebellious. It's all about thinking bigger picture. How is this going to affect the collective? How can I benefit society or how can I question society? There's a rebellious type of nature with Aquariuses. They're going to go against the traditions that have been set whether that is in family or if you know anyone or if you're raising an Aquarius child. I've actually had some wonderful conversations with a couple kids in my group that were Aquariuses and they talked to me about how their family's traditions, they're questioning their family's traditions, the goods from them, the negatives from them. And with that, there's been a lot of clash in family about that. I'm not going to disclose any more information, but we'll keep it at that. So think about that if you know an Aquarius, um, the rebellious nature, because Aquariuses are very, they're very smart. They're, I mean, every sign is smart, but Aquariuses, they're very innovative. Like I mentioned, they think bigger picture. So these guys are, these people are very geniuses, Aquariuses, when they have the right path and when they are, you know, they have that vision and drive. Because they have Saturn's influence as their traditional ruler. And they also have Uranus's uniqueness. Uranus being innovative. Revelations, rebellion, creative chaos. If they can tap into that creativeness in an effective way, Aquariuses can really change the world. And if you really think about it, some Aquariuses like... Michael Jordan, whether you hate him or not, completely changed the game of basketball. There is no LeBron James. There is no modern NBA without Michael Jordan. And you could say the same for all the other players that came before him. But when it, in terms of shoes, in terms of marketability, he was pretty much the pioneer. Like when you think basketball, you think of him. Now you think of like LeBron and all these new players because of the marketability. But the whole idea of the Jordan brand, that's just an example of bigger picture thinking. He took basketball players and elevated them to another level and celebrity wise, at least. So when you think of Aquarius, think of that. Think of those qualities. 
if you're raising an Aquarius child, they might be rebellious towards the things that you have been traditionally accustomed to or the standards that you have been accustomed to. These are the type of people that want to question those standards and move forward. How can we move forward with that? And with that, there's going to be some backlash because a lot of people, we love our comfort, right? We're creatures of comfort. Aquariuses are going to push that, push that comfort because of that rebellious nature. And it's okay as long as it's in a healthy way. <laughs> healthy way, people, healthy way. So that is a little bit of Aquarius. I don't want to get too in deep. Uh, just because like there's a lot of other podcasts and there's a lot of other like media outlets where they get into like more specifics. The last thing I will wrap up is just a symbol because I think symbols for each sign is really cool. And the water bear, the water bearer is a figure who gathers wisdom and insight, offering it in service to the world. So think about that. Aquariuses gather insight and wisdom through their experiences and then want to share it and offer their services to the world. And that's where I want to wrap up the good qualities of Aquarius is when they tap into it in a healthy way, it's really going to impact and benefit the world because there's a humanitarianism quality about them. They want to help. They want to be there. And if you have any Aquarius placements, you want to help. You just got to display it in a healthy way. And that's something where Aquarius is going to have to work on. So, the element obviously is air, right? So <laughs> air signs can be uh, can be uh, pretty interesting when it comes to uh, when it comes to socially. They have their moments because I think of air it can be stone cold or it can be very social. So you don't really know what you're going to get right away. But parts of the body for Aquarius is to just focus on lower legs, including calf muscles, Achilles tendons. Peripheral circulatory systems, the ankles, uh, the flexibility and structure. So the ankles, again, like they help you move your legs and stuff. So that's where you really need to focus for Aquariuses. So the retina of the eye, which provides you vis uh, vision, bioelectrical systems. So these are all parts of the body where Aquarius is just for you guys to just look at and monitor and take care of in terms of your health. Um, because you guys are constantly moving and constantly trying to change the world and our legs help us move. So just think about that. So when it comes to the first topic, so I just want to just recap everything. Talked about Aquarius season, talked about, and if you guys are just joining in, welcome. Whether you guys are listening live or going to tune into this podcast, if anyone misses this content, you guys can always tune in. The podcast will be out later tonight, the recorded version. First topic recaps, we talked about Aquarius season, talked about the qualities, what planet it's ruled under, talked about some things to look for in Aquariuses, and also areas where Aquariuses need to focus on their health-wise. If you guys can relate to it, let me know how you guys feel, but that's what we talked about first. We all, I also gave you guys a life update, what's currently going on, being a group counselor and also a practicum student. It's been a lot in trying to prioritize the self-care. So that is, that's all what was covered in the first 18 minutes of this podcast and discussion. We're going to take a quick little break here and then we're going to transition to some full moon content talking about the Leo full moon that happened earlier this week. And then also I'm going to do a tarot card reading for you guys. So that way um, we can look, we can ask ourselves what, what energy can we expect moving forward this weekend? Because uh, I know it's Super Bowl weekend as well. So we're going to get into that on our next topic and then we'll wrap up the podcast with uh, just some identity talk, which I love and I do with my kids all the time as a group counselor. So you guys listening to your spiritual best friend, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys listen. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcash gave away over $100,000 to up and coming podcasters 
as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with PodCash, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, go to podcash.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcash.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. All right, and we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed just the two, the chill tunes that was just playing. Uh, for my podcast listeners, this is a live stream on Wisdom and Podbean. I, I love doing these and then making it into like a recording after. Um, but just transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about Aquarius season. We also talked about just like a current life update, what's currently going on in my life. When it comes to the full moon, like I mentioned in the last topic, we're going to get into it. So the full moon for this past month, for this month, is Leo. So Leo energy, Leo is ruled by the sun. It's a very me-centric type of energy, right? Because think about it, if you're the sun, you're going to shine and bright everyone. Every planet needs the sun, right? So that's what the moon energy was this past week. So if you guys sit and think like, how were the people around me? How was I earlier this week? Uh, it could have been because of the full moon. If you've been more of a, if you felt more me centric lately, uh, Leo, the Leo full moon brings that out in people, right? And when it comes to the Leo full moon, like I always mentioned before, for all full moons, Full moons is a time period where the energy is in opposition to whatever sun sign it is. So since we are in Aquarius season, right, the Leo full moon is, well, the full moon's going to be in Leo because Leo is in opposition of Aquarius season. So Aquariuses are all about the big picture helping humanity. Leos are all about myself and how am I going to help myself in this world, in this vast universe? So you have these two energies clashing with one another. And that is why full moons can be so, can be a crazy time for everybody because you have these two energies clashing amongst each other. But in terms of the Leo full moon, there's great opportunities. For every full moon, there's great opportunities despite the class of energy. So the opportunities for the Leo full moon, and if you guys have done this, great. If not, for next year, you guys can look forward to this. This is a great opportunity for you guys to adopt a childlike perspective and it can create a revolutionary solution. So if you're focusing in on your inner child during this time period, it might help you add something that's been missing in your life, that flair, that fun that might have been missing. Another opportunity, seeing how being authentically yourself can help others. We all have parts of ourselves that we mask, right? That we push away because we have we have our authentic self and then we also have how we want others to perceive ourselves, right? This could be a good opportunity for you guys to be more honest than you than normally. You're going to have that you're going to have more courage to be more yourself than what you usually are or what you want to present to other people. It's a good opportunity for you to do that. Now, although there's opportunities, there's also going to be challenges during full moon periods. And for the Leo full moon, there's been plenty of challenges. One of them is being, being too self-focused may disrupt group dynamics. So if you're being too focused on yourself, it's, you're not going to realize how much that's going to impact the people around you, whether that's your friends, whether that's your family. If you're too me-focused... There's going to be consequences to that, right? There's positives and consequences. The second one, pumped and circumstance obscure scientific facts. So if you're focusing so much on that passion, right? And you let your emotions take over, it can outweigh what actually is true, right? Or the scientific facts or what's actually what logically makes sense. 
So those are the challenges. Being too self-focused can disrupt the group dynamic. And then also being too passionate and focusing on so much emotion and flair that can negate like what's actually true and what's going on. Those are the challenges, but the opportunities though are being your authentic self. How can, how can that help your, help others? And then also being yourself and being, having the energy to focus more on yourself can help you figure out whatever, whatever energy you're missing or whatever's lacking in your life currently. So those are the opportunities and challenges. In terms of affirmations, because I love affirmations, especially during Full Moon Podcast, here are some affirmations for you guys to think about. It's important to make space for everyone. I contribute in a unique way. I love my inner child. I am creative. You don't have to say all four of these things, but if any one of those four stuck out to you, take it, write it down, and keep saying that to yourself. Because if you guys have not listened to, if you guys have not listened to my previous talks, I talked a lot about how our thoughts have so much power over us. If we think negatively about ourselves or if we have these negative thoughts in our mind, it's going to cause us to feel sad. It's going to cause us to do things that we do not want to do and limit ourselves from the endless possibilities that we have. When we change those negative thoughts to positive affirmations, it can help us and change our mood, similar to how the negative thoughts can change our mood. So when you say I am creative, if for all my people that are have doubts of their creativity or struggle with putting themselves out there in terms of an, in a creative aspect, you can take it literally in terms of the actual act of creation, or you can take it on a deeper level. Saying I am creative can really help boost that confidence for you guys, because that's the Leo energy. It's meant to bring that flair, that creativity, that connecting to our inner child that we need. If we lose that inner child, we lose a part of ourselves. So saying those things, I love my inner child. I love myself. I am creative. It might sound corny at first, but once you figure out your saying, it's going to really help you push forward. Words have so much power on us. A lot of us focus on actions because actions are important as well. But words also can carry a deep meaning as well. And when people say negative things to us, we, and if they say it consistently, it can consume us. It can cause us to actually believe what people are saying about us or saying to us. So changing those negative thoughts to positive thoughts can really help us. And the last part of this Leo full moon before we get into the questions, which will be in the show description for you guys to just do some self-reflection questions, because I love that. This is a mental health podcast and I want to help you guys out. Some self-care rituals during this full moon or you can do this week. I know the full moon already passed and I apologize, guys. I'm late to the party. Like, you should have done this. Why didn't you do this a week ago? I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. Some self-care rituals that you guys can do. Write a letter to your inner child. So dear inner child, what do you want to say to that person? What do you want to say to yourself? What do you want to say to your younger self? What do you want to say to your creative side of yourself? Write a letter to write a letter to that to that person. Write a letter to yourself. Be honest with yourself. What would you say to them? What would you do? Do you miss them? Are you close to them? Do you feel distant to them? Write a letter to your inner child. And this one's a little more funny. Give yourself a scalp massage. So what I mean by scalp massage is give yourself, you know, you know, those little things like have someone like rub your head, have someone just help, just help calm you down physically. Whether if you want to do that or not, that's up to you. But those are some self-care rituals you guys can do. And to wrap up this full moon talk, before I get into our tarot card reading, uh, just for this weekend and what to expect for the beginnings of next week, because I do a three card reading, so I'll do one for the rest of today, Sunday, and Monday. 
the questions, which will also be in the podcast description later tonight. For the full moon, and these are questions you can use for this week. What's my unique contribution to humanity? That's the first question. So what's my unique contribution to humanity? The second question, where have I seen generosity be a key to success? So where have you seen moments where you've been generous and been kind as successful in your life? And then the third question, do I give myself as much space and freedom as I need? Are you giving yourself time to practice self-care? That's a question out of the three for myself personally that I need to answer currently because of everything that's going on. But for you guys, those are the three questions again. Number one, what's my unique contribution to humanity? Number two, where have I seen generosity be a key to success? And then the third question, do I give myself as much space and freedom as I need? And again, though these questions will be in the show description as well. But before I wrap up this topic, I'm going to start with a tarot card reading. So everything that's been discussed so far, the full moon in Leo, Aquarius season, all of that fun stuff. And I, and I miss, I miss you guys so much. So I'm really happy to be back. So in terms of the tarot card reading, before I get started with it, I always thank my ancestors because again, I would not be here without them. So I'm just going to give a big thank you to all of my ancestors. I love you guys very much. And let's give everyone a great reading. Some things that they can look forward to these next couple of days. So we're going to do a three card reading. So I'm going to start with my question. So first, I, I always break the deck first. So if you guys ever want your tarot, if you guys ever want me to do a tarot card reading for you guys, I can do them. I can also do astrology chart readings as well. Um, but... I always will make for whatever tarot card readings I do. I always make the person that I'm doing it with split the deck, um, whether that's virtually I do it in a different way virtually. But if we're face to face, I let you actually touch the deck and split the deck because I think that's right because I need to have your energy as well in the deck. Um, so my question again, the questions for every tarot card reading, they have to be they can't be yes or no answers. And uh so our question is, what should we all expect, me and my podcast listeners, what should we all expect for Super Bowl weekend and the day after Super Bowl weekend? <laughs> so that'll be the question. So what energy should we expect or what should we expect for Super Bowl weekend and the day after? And just giving you guys a heads up, this week, this reading's probably going to be more broad because we're taking on so many energies and it's not specifically. So if you guys want more of a specific reading, I do them more one-on-one. -on -one. So that way it's just your energy and your ancestors energy. So we already got one card down. So if you guys hear card shuffling, this is what I'm doing. Just shuffling the cards. All right. So, and for me, I'm an Eagles fan, by the way, guys, just giving you guys a heads up. My side hobbies, I'm a diehard sports fan. I used to do a sports podcast, um, and I should do it. I'm, I've missed it. So there's a second card, and let's see here. All right. See what other card I'm feeling if I'm shuffling. All right, and now there's nothing yet because, again, it's a lot of energy, so it's probably going to be a little broad. And three. All right. So got our three cards. So what I'm going to do is for this reading, each day is going to be a card. So we're going to start with today. So today is Saturday. And thank you, ancestors, for a great reading. So Saturday, we got the star. Okay. So this is, I'm going to give a, I'm going to read a little bit on what the star is. And the deck I use, I forgot to mention. I'm so sorry, guys. I used a modern way Terra. Uh, my girlfriend gave it to me as a Christmas gift, and I appreciate her so much for that. It's probably one of the best gifts I have gotten, and uh, she takes pride in that. <laughs> so to star, hope, renewal, creativity, and inspiration, healing. Legend has it, when you see a falling star and make a wish, it will come true. Are you in need of a, of a glimmer of hope? In a reading, the star is just that. 
optimism, hope for the future, and renewed faith are all embodied by the star. So it is no surprise that it ushers in calm and peace. If you have been having a tough time, you will soon regain your motivation and rise to the top again. The star in the tarot is the light at the end of the tunnel. Thankfully, you have almost come to the other side of the hurdle in your way. What is it that you're trying to heal from? The star wants you to open your heart, realize your inner strength, and have the faith that the best is yet to come. So this is a very uplifting card right away. So this is great. So for me, I'm an Eagles fan, so I might be expecting the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. Just, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, if for my Chiefs fans listening, I apologize. But the star is the main purpose of the star is hope. So if you guys have been in a long journey, it's been very stressful. It's been these past couple months. It's been a lot. This is just an indication that tap into your inner strength. The end of the tunnel is hap is near, and hope for the better future or whatever you've been dreaming for. This is a great opportunity for you guys. So this is a very uplifting, positive card. The second card, we got the Page of Wands. So I got to pull up the wands. All right. So Page of Wands. This one is good news, outgoing, childlike cheerfulness. With enthusiasm and a sense of adventure, the Page of Wands is a welcome sight to most tarot readings. He represents the fun parts of life with childlike happiness. A Peter Pan, if you will, the Page of Wands desires to trigger something within you that allows you to see yourself as you, as you really are. He also recommends following his lead and jumping in the things you are passionate about wholeheartedly. He suggests that you show optimism and be the first one to volunteer. The things that we are most excited about are the same ventures that lead us to overhaul success. So again, we got the shooting stars, one of the cards, and we also got another good energy, good news. So it seems like this weekend is going to be a very fun weekend for everybody, especially if you're in the Philadelphia area. It seems like, man, they might actually win this Super Bowl and we'll have some fun. But you can also take that literally, or you can also take it as, you know, like whatever journey you are on, good news is going to happen here. This is meant to be a really fun weekend for you guys, learning some new things about yourself along the way. And also just like it's this weekend, it's going to trigger you to do something that allows you to see yourself as who you really are. I think that's one of the key quotes from this card, the page of wands. Something's going to happen that's going to trigger a fun part of yourself that might have been lacking. Like I mentioned earlier, we talked about this Leo Moon tapping into that inner child. Maybe that's what it's going to be this weekend. And then the third card, uh-oh. <laughs> this represents the day after the Super Bowl. So remember, this is this is after the Super Bowl, people. My ancestors have me laughing today. <laughs> Oh, man. So the day after the Super Bowl, heartbreak, sadness, grief. Oh, man. <laughs> the Three of Swords significant signifies a sudden and unexpected blow to your emotions. When you see this card in a reading, it often foretells the sudden loss of a loved one. The realization of betrayal or the end of an important relationship with someone you love very much. Whatever the situation, it will cause a great deal of pain and suffering to you. As terrible as this might seem, there is a silver lining you can trust in yourself to dig deep and find the strength to overcome whatever comes your way. No dark cloud can linger on forever. So this could signify a long, fun night of partying, having fun. The day after the Super Bowl is usually a wake-up period. Dang, I don't really feel like doing anything. And uh, yeah. So this card is actually very serious. So we don't know. There's no Super Bowl predictions through this uh, through this reading. But in all seriousness, we have our good energy that we can expect for the weekend. And then Mondays, think of Mondays as, oh, crap, back to work. I had a lot of fun this weekend. I've realized some parts about myself. And now that it's Monday, I got to go back to my routine. There could be the, uh, that feeling of loss or betrayal. Like, dang, like I really had a lot of fun this weekend. Now, 
coming back on Monday, like I feel hurt by it. I feel upset about it. So those are some things for you guys to think about for this weekend and all of that fun stuff. So that was the tarot card reading. I hope you guys enjoyed the laughs as I was describing it as well. Whether it's for the Super Bowl or whether it's for whatever you're currently going through in life, that is our reading for the weekend and the energy we should expect. So a mixture of great energy and then Monday expect to feel you're either recovering from a long weekend or back to the grind and that's never a good feeling. So that is it for our second topic. We're going to conclude the podcast with a nice little poem that I have. Uh, it's And I'll explain who it's created by so that way you know, copyright and stuff as well. Now we're going to get into how that helps with identity. So you guys are listening to Your Spiritual Best Friend with Josh Sanchez, and we'll be right Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. Alright guys, and we are back. So if you guys are whether you guys are just tuning into the podcast, listening to the podcast, we have talked about a lot so far. We talked a lot about we started the podcast, and each podcast is like a journey. This is why I love doing podcasts. We started out with just giving a life update. What's currently going on in my life? How come I've not been posting podcasts as much? And I apologize for you guys. Then we got into a astro- we got into Aquarius. We talked about the Aquarius season, qualities we can look for in our Aquarius in, in Aquariuses, and what parts of our body were if you are an Aquarius to look for, to focus on. Then we took a break and then we talked about the Leo season. I gave you guys reflection questions, which will be in the show description for you guys to check out. Talked about the Leo full moon and tapping into our inner child. And then we also did a tarot card reading for Super Bowl weekend. And we also did a reading for the Monday after the Super Bowl. So three cards, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And uh, that was a wonderful reading as well. To wrap up, and if you guys hear paper in the background, is just me pulling up the poem. So to wrap up our talk today, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about identity because identity is such an important topic that we need to normalize and talk about. It's finding ourselves, right? Trying to discover who we are, where we come from. And 
a question, it might not sound serious now, but these are some serious questions we need to ask ourselves. We need to think deeper, dig deeper into our roots, dig deeper into where we come from, dig deeper to who we are now and what's currently going on. So this is a poem I read. It's one of the poems I read for my groups. It's titled, When I Am Among the Trees. And the reason why I like this poem is because picture a tree, right? Think of the trees that we see. You have the trunk, you have the roots, you have the branches, you have the leaves, you have the special features, whether it's an apple tree or a pine cone tree or a banana tree or orange tree, you know, like each tree has their own unique styles. And we're very similar to trees if you really think about it and you visualize it. So when I am among the trees by Mary Oliver. So I'm going to read this poem. All right. When I am among the trees, especially the willows and the honey locusts, equally the beech, the oaks and the pines, they give off such hints of gladness. I would almost say that they save me and daily. I am so distant from the hope of myself in which I have goodness and discernment and never hurry through the world but walk slowly and bow often around me the trees stir in their leaves and call out stay a while the light flows from their branches and they call again it's simple they say and you have to come into the world to do this to go easy to be filled with light and to shine. So that is the poem, When I Am Among the Trees. It's not a big poem. I like it because it visualizes. I'm picturing all the different types of trees, right? And one of the quotes that really stuck out to me, in, you have to come into this world to do this, to go easy, to be filled with light and shine. You have to be the ones to put in the work. You're going to have to be the ones to take the time to understand yourself in order for you to shine bright and do what you're supposed to do in this world. It's easier said than done though, especially if we have a lot of factors and a lot of fears and stressors. And But it comes back to, again, connecting to your roots, connecting to yourself, connecting to your tree, how we can figure everything out and grow. So this exercise I did with my students, my, uh, my, uh, yeah, I'll call them students because they're younger. So I had a tree, right? So the roots represent our past, right? It could be a mentor. It could be family past. It could be anything in, in that regard. So in the tree, you have the root section. So that is where you fill out the root section. So think of like past events and stuff. My apologies for the papers, guys. So that's the roots. The ground. So you have the roots and now you have ground level. This is a place where you write where they live now, currently what they're doing, currently what's going on in their daily lives. In the trunk, the core of the trunk, I have them write their skills. And if you guys want to do this exercise, you can, you guys can as well. There's no age restricting this. I always say older people with Older people with mental health challenges are just people that have pushed off therapy and inner healing longer. <laughs> so not to worry, people. There's no age group limit for this. But the roots, again, like I said, talk about your past, where you come from. Ground, what currently is going on? What's, what are you currently experiencing? The trunk, you're going to write your skills and abilities and what you're good at. Are you very loving? Are you very kind? Like I said in the last topic, the positive affirmations you want to put in this trunk. The branches are hopes and dreams, wishes that you want in life, things that you want to achieve, things that you have been striving for. The leaves represent significant people in your lives. So who are the people you can go to to talk about your dreams, to talk about your anxieties, to talk about whatever's going on in that head of yours? And then the fruits, the fruits are gifts participants have been given, not necessarily material gifts, but the special gifts you are grateful for. It could be having someone take care of you. It could be a superhero in your life. It could be um, acts of kindness you have done or someone has done for you. 
So that's what is your tree. So you have your roots, you have the ground, you have the trunk, branches, leaves, fruits. And it takes a lot of deep reflection for this activity, but I want you guys to give it a try. So if you guys just Google a picture of an empty tree, a coloring page of an empty tree, and fill that out for you guys. Remember, roots, the past, what's going on. The ground, what currently is happening in your life. The trunk, qualities you love about yourself, your skills and abilities. Branches are the hopes and dreams that you wish for. The leaves represent significant people in your lives. Whether they're alive or they passed away. And then the fruits, gifts, participants have been given. So gifts you have been given by others. Not material gifts though. So like being cared for, being loved, acts of kindness. Think of situations where someone you love has done something so great for you. Whether that is sending them you flowers or checking in on you, sending you text messages. Hey, I'm here for you if you need anything. Those are all acts of kindness. Because what happens is through the life stressors and the trauma we face and the negative experiences we experience and the negative thoughts that go through our mind, we lose focus of who we are and we lose insight of that, of where we've become or what's going on because we're so focused on other things. So try this activity. Give it a try. Ask yourself who you are and let me know how you feel about it. Whether you want to email me, I know someone emailed me a couple weeks ago about one of the questions I did and really thanked me, and I appreciate that. That's what this podcast is all about. But just think about that, guys, as we wrap up this wonderful Saturday discussion. Who are you? What are you currently going through? Who are the people you appreciate? What are the qualities you love about yourself? These are all questions that help discover who you are, who you want to be. What do you dream? What do you want to become? And once you have that, your whole mindset changes. Life becomes a lot clearer, less stress, and you are in control. You got this, people. But I hope, again, all love on this podcast. If you guys love and want to hear more, tune in. Check out your spiritual best friend on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. This concludes episode 84. I can't believe it's been 84 podcast already. Whether you guys are listening live or tuning in on this podcast format, it'll be out on Saturday. So I hope you guys have a wonderful Super Bowl weekend. Remember, expect hope and tapping into your inner child. But that Monday, it's going to be a nice recovery day. So we're going to say. <laughs> but I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I hope you guys stay safe. Love you guys, and uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you guys soon.